philanthropist, wellness master, entrepreneur, and let's not forget, four-time NBA champion. John Sally is the personification of success. Long after his illustrious career as professional athlete, Sally has championed a spectrum of causes near and dear to him, not the least of which is his fierce advocacy for a vegan lifestyle. When I sat down with him on location at the 16th Annual Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles, we managed to pack in a slew of subjects, everything from cooking to cannabis to cognac and even his brush with the afterlife. This was a spirited conversation to be sure, and it all happened in under 30 minutes. Today I am here with the champ, lifelong champ, former NBA champ. You're still a champ in many people's eyes. Champ is here. Champ is here. Yeah. But you are a champion. We just we just finished talking offline, John, Sally, and I. You are ch- championing more things than I can keep track of, and we, we just finished talking about your wonderful trip over to Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the vegan thing. We're going to talk about the spiritual thing. We're going to just tie a whole bunch of things together, all in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> First, I want to just thank you for being here. You God are bless. awesome. We're going to talk about soul food, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about black eyed peas and chitlins and ham hocks and greens that are cooked to death. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about, even though they taste good. They, <laughs> they, they do taste good. They I try do. to make mine a little more al dente, but they still got the, oh the spice in there. But we're going to talk about food for the soul. Mm-hmm live food and yeah. how that connects to the spirit world you know I, I just I've been following your what you've been doing for quite some time I admittedly am not a vegan although I like good I'm, I'm a gardener and I have a feeling we have a we have a connection there too so I love growing my own food and I, know, I do like greens yeah I know you got you gotta love the greens <laughs> but um, but let's talk about John live food versus dead food right. and how that actually affects our spiritual life. Now I know that's a broad question. When you when you really think about the spiritual world and this, our connection, we are spirit, right? Spirit is really mm-hmm. nothing more than breath. Um, but I would imagine that what we put in our bodies really have an impact on the extent to which we can connect to that world. Don't mm. you think? I think even further than that. Okay. Um, and I, and I'm, I know you're such a smart lady. Uh, that you only uh, still eating flesh only because you like it. Sometimes. We're not gonna talk about that, but yeah. right? <laughs> because like when I say to people, mm. like this is our avatar, right? And our spirit is inside the avatar. It's just like with an animal. But in order for this avatar to live, I don't need another avatar to die. Right. And when mm. people are talking about being spiritual. Um, they would understand why would you need to kill anything and feel spirit strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's mainly, and I believe everything in the cellular thought. Uh, when you talked about soul food, you know, the, the food you mentioned, the chitlins and the fried chicken, that was, that's, that was slave food for us. Absolutely, that's true. And it's, it really doesn't feed it. Now it's a delicacy, right? Right, it, yeah. <laughs> so that's, let them yeah. tell it. Uh, but like my girl Erica Badu said, you know, vegan food is soul food. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because it literally feeds your soul because it is food that is alive. It is food 
that literally has nutrients, has oxygen, has uh, hydrogen, has everything that you possibly can need to feed your body to give you the best fuel that right. you can possibly have. Right, that makes perfect sense. I mean, as I'm thinking of, you know, when we think about the vegetables that we consume, the, the majority, not, I don't know about the majority, I don't know the, the breakdown, but there's a lot of water in vegetables. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what, folks? We're in excess of 70% water. And if so you're lucky. I, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you're lucky. But, um, and then we can talk about dehydration, too, mm -hmm. and the fact that we don't take in We only majority. got 30 minutes. Yeah, I know. Well, you know. The you can go to johnsally.com to get the rest. Yeah, okay, all right. But we went. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have that plug. We'll have that for sure. But, <laughs> listen, we only have 30 minutes, but if you can give me the short sheet on how on God's green earth did you go from probably chitlins at some point in your life, maybe not chitlins. Never but, chitlins. Okay, but, you know. The carnivore this, this lifestyle to, is, yeah. the, to, to where you are now. It is a crazy, crazy thought uh, because they got in touch with me to go to a Sally Fram reunion. This is where the slave master's descendants and mm. the slave's descendants, they still got a thing called um, Chitlin Strut, this Sally, South Carolina. It's a place called, and, they, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to punch you in the chin or hug you. I don't know which one to do. And I said, a chitlin strut. Yeah, we raced the pigs, and then we have the best taste oh, in chitlin. Goodness. So I never showed up. But how I got to a point of being a carnivore and realizing it wasn't, my friend mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer Johnson, JJ Dancer, a really great trainer, mm -hmm. she said, you say you're a vegetarian, but you eat shrimp and turkey burgers when you're hungry. And there's nothing else around. So that's not a vegetarian. And she goes, but you, you know, you always talk about you, you're a man of your word. And I'm 42 years old at that time. I was like, you're not going to talk to me like that. She said, you mean the truth? And that was it. And so I became really? a vegetarian. So she challenged you. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've been a lying vegetarian since 91. And I had gotten up to 290 pounds. And I don't, you know, it was like, when you get older, you get heavier. No, you get heavier because you eat more foods that have saturated fats that aren't good for your body. Right. And then, uh, since I knew about the body and I loved being in the same shape that I was in, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to be any different than that, I just focused on it. And it was so funny, little uh, Indian boy say, you become what you practice. And it was so crazy to hear it come out of his voice. Right. If you practice joy, you're joyful. If you practice love, you, you practice spirituality. If you practice hate, you're hateful. Absolutely. You are what you practice. Yeah. So, and like I always said, my mother said, practice what you preach. So I preach um, spiritual awareness, um, uh, conscious thinking, mindful eating. Mindful eating. Uh, all of those things, so I have to practice it and the more I practice it, the better I become at it. You are becoming one with the food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, you're one with the universe. I said, that's when you disappear. I still Right, right. I, I, but I, I heard, I'm, I'm going to say, I did hear you say that you like to have a little cognac once in a while. Nothing. A lot of cognac. A lot of cognac. I'm sorry. Yeah, I stand yeah. to be corrected. I, okay. I, you got to have a little fun. Well, see, it's so have, funny. They're not killing that's any. That's two spirit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That was, see, that's, that's why she's interviewed. I was definitely shocked. <laughs> but no animals had to die for me to enjoy cognac. Right. I, I don't, that was it. And, and that you know red that. wine, yeah. I, I, we can get into that's, that's, that red wine. Yeah. But 
that dark liquor is just part of my system. Yeah. Yeah. I also we'll love cannabis. So yeah. I like. I know you have talked about that. Talk about that for a minute. Okay. So I got. I got into the cannabis business, which is some. It's called a marijuana business. And then my daughter Tyler uh, was going to American University. And it's a lot of money per year. Mm -hmm. And she decided, you know, you're spending money on this business that I have to take classes in, and that's not what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sell wheat. And I was like, huh? She said, but not just any wheat. I'm going to sell premium cannabis. So we started a company called Deuces 22. Wow. And we, we launched pretty soon. She's a 21-year-old black entrepreneur in the cannabis business. And, and, and even to the point of picking the paper for her pre-roll joints is, is from Prague and it burns even and it's all flour and she knows the grain and I was like wow and I want recycled packaging and I want the ink to come from here like she's so eco-friendly and the quality she said it's bougie but it's quality <laughs> and, I, and I love that she's even thinking that she's thinking why should I smoke somebody else's when I should have my own Absolutely. and, I, and so I got into it and now I'm doing a deal with Julie and Molly's company Juju and um, I'm going to be working with that company in my own brands too wow. so my daughter will have a brand I'll help her champion her brand, get it up that and going. That is beautiful. Then my brand. We have to get a picture of your daughter. If we can, we'll, maybe we'll put it up oh, for yeah, everyone definitely. to see. Six no foot two. Six foot two and beautiful. Now, is she a vegan as well? Yeah, my everyone that lives in my house is a vegan. Is that a mandate? Um, it's so funny. I don't, man, uh, I don't, not as much as I used to. Ah. See how I caught it? Not as much as I used <laughs> to am I that much of a control freak. Um, but there's not going to be a dead animal in my refrigerator. There's not going to be a dead animal on my dishes or on my, which is my house. Right. It's, it's my lifestyle. My wife lives the lifestyle. And That's the great. people who live there have to respect that or they can't live there. Mm -hmm. That's, all, that's fine, mm -hmm. right? They can have whatever they want in their house. But in my house, that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm chuckling because <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to word it. Going I had to word it a certain way. No, um, but the, the next question I'm going to ask you, I'm going to I'm going to start getting silly. We're a little jet lag still from he came in from Sri Lanka, me from just Boston, but still a little jet lag. So I'm getting a little giddy. Do you associate with people <laughs> that are that, that eat flesh? <laughs> um, I, I do know some some uh, zombies. I mean flesh eaters. <laughs> I know some flesh eaters. But it's like it's like Walking Dead. Certain ones you can't hang out with. No, I. <laughs> well, that's I, what we're talking about. Well, we, okay, go ahead. I that's do. I do know. I I will be around them, but I don't eat with them. Okay. I, and when they do, like if like if you catch me one time and we're going to a lunch and and you eat that way, that's fine. I just won't eat with you again. Okay. I, I can. I believe everybody should be and do whatever they want to do. But I'm not going to be there's the part. an energy exchange that's going on, right? I mean, we're getting we're sticking with this theme of connectedness to spirit. Now, I'm I'm not at all insinuating that for those like myself who do consume on occasion some flesh that we're not connected in some form or fashion. Don't say anything. Yeah, the Dalai Lama decided but, he was no longer vegan yeah, too. So. Yeah, yeah. This is a very big subject, by the way. Right all now. paths a lot lead of to God. 
Absolutely. But in, to, to your point, John, is you're saying, you know, who you break bread with, there is an energy exchange going on there. You're having conversation. I mean, every, everything is energy, right? So I'd imagine that the food, food that you're consuming, if there isn't a continuity with that, then there, there may be a, a break somewhere in that energy flow. So I can, I can see what you're saying there. Yeah, I just... I can. It's just personal. And then I like vegan restaurants. I like supporting the lifestyle. Um, raw food. Raw food is, you know, I'm, I'm 80% raw. I juice... Uh, I'll tell you a story offline about that's really yeah that's really where the alkalinity yeah. comes not in the I water uh, the alkalinity comes in the perfect kind of salt there's a salt here called miracle salt that literally alkalines the water the mm-hmm. salt does mm-hmm. and, and everything else it touches so mm-hmm. and I'm not so crazy about it it's just I prepare everything I'm going to put inside this body right do you have some sort of, um, I know that there are people that talk to their food. Well, I talk to my plants. There are times I talk to my food as well, thanking the food. The food is alive. Yeah. The food is conscious. Have uh, you heard of the movie The Secret Life of Plants? Yeah. I, 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 the reason I know how it is and why it works <laughs> is, okay, so the plant gets, you know, the photosynthesis. Mm-hmm. That goes inside of our body. If you eat it animal after it's already eaten a plant you don't get the benefit of the photosynthesis and the oxygen right so that's why i don't eat animals because they're acidic and they will leave them build, uh, a living being they have skin they have hair they get nervous they have gas they have sex I, i'm not eating that it's just like on my instagram some people got really upset that i had there was a picture of a billboard and it had all these animals, and then it was after one animal it was a lion. I said, "Where do you draw the line?" Because if you're eating chicken, chicken, um, fish, uh, beef, you're eating an animal, whether it's a horse, a dog, a cat. So if you say, "I love my dog," "I love my cat," okay. "I love my horse," I <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you understand? So, yeah. But I eat yeah. a chicken, and I eat a bull, and I eat... That makes no sense to me. You Like, you love them so much that you eat them. So that's where I get it from. I, I draw the line that no animal should be food. Here's the other thing that I wanted to broach with you, John, and this is a very serious thing. There, there's so much uh, awareness that's happening in terms of the cruelty that's done to animals, whether it's for preparing for market or, or otherwise, but the way in which they're slaughtered and the fear that is instilled in them prior to, this is a big thing for me. Some of, we won't get graphic with it, but very heinous uh, ways of killing and the shock and that adrenaline that's going into these animals. Well, what do you think is happening once we ingest it? We're taking in that energy on some level too. And I thought about this, you know, we live in a, a, a world that's perpetuated by fear, that pushes fear. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the fear and the shock that the animal may suffer prior to being killed, we're ingesting. That's not helping our level of fear. Right. Now, I know that that's kind of heavy, but does no, that not make sense? It makes sense, but it's also crazy when they say um, killed humane um, in a humane uh, way, which it's inhumane to kill. That's an oxymoron. Kill inhumane. What they said. That it doesn't was like, even make sense. Right, it was like, and I said that. I was like, it's it's not. Humane. It's not. It it's may human. be human to to be at fault, but yeah. you know what you're doing. There's no 
humane way of doing that, of right. killing. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But we don't want to talk about that. Right. It's, just, it's just my choice on how I feed my body, right. what well, I feed my body. Well, but everybody should do what they... My mother's 94 years old. She's she been really? eating meat since... And she still her. is. Well, not when she comes to my house. Which she right. tells well, people, you, when I go to Johnny's house, I lose 20 pounds. <laughs> I think I may need to come to your house. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna lose. You're gonna you're, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna lose weight. You're gonna drink good water. You're gonna air is gonna be as best as I can possibly have right. it. Right, that's beautiful. It's the living environment. I'm so happy to hear that. Mm -hmm. I am. You, you might convince me uh, to go a little bit farther in, in that direction, but yeah. the animals, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're wonderful. We don't have too too long uh, with John today. He's about to be giving a talk called the Better. Life path. Sounds like you're from Boston. The better. Better. Well, it's no, like like Spike better Lee's. Better life path. Mo better. Mo better. I got it from the Mo better blues. What right. happens? Better eating today, tomorrow, always. Being energy today, tomorrow, always. It's, it's so many things you can you can throw into it. Absolutely. And I became a master of habit change when I became a health coach, and uh, it just changed nothing. Nothing changes. Change everything. Everything changes. That's true. So if you want to lose that twenty pounds. And you want to be that? Did I say twenty? Yeah, well, I so <laughs> I told my mom when she He's said that. He's my new BFF, by yes, the way. Yes, when she said that, I was like, "Really, mom?" She goes, "Yeah, you got bird seeds and lettuce." And I opened the refrigerator. I ain't seen so much green since I was in the garden. I was like, "Exactly." You're a gardener. Yeah, she made me a gardener too. It was so well, funny. Man. She was coming me to the garden. I'd be mad because I didn't want to go to the park. It only gonna be an hour, Johnny, and I get there in two hours. And uh, and I'm sitting there, you know, working and tilling the, the 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 ground. Yeah. But you know, it was a trip to see how we laid it in, how it rained, right. cucumbers, tomatoes, squash, and how much better it tasted. Absolutely. Well, I can attest to that. My audience knows how much I love to garden. I can't wait to to get. We're already planning the, yeah. the plot, but got the collard greens, got the kale. Yeah. It's a wonderful thing. And that, too, to me, is just a very, um, it's a sacred process, just getting your hands in that dirt and, you know. Yeah. And I actually put, I have actually um, gridded my garden on occasion with crystals. Really? And it is actually, I really feel, helped to boost the, the, uh, the yield. Yeah. This, we, this conscious expo we're at. Is amazing to walk around. It is. There's the no expo. windows. Yeah, but that's it right. seems like absolutely. it's, which is amazing. There's <laughs> no, no windows anywhere, and but the energy in here, you do not feel suffocated. Yeah. And I really, and that people say, you feel the energy. I used to be like, I don't feel no energy. I don't know what you're talking. Everybody's talking about it, and then I opened up to it. Like we talked, we went and we picked up. We this went and wonderful picked this out. Yeah, crystal. amethyst. Yeah. And, and I just, I don't know how he's going to get it back, but. <laughs> I told him it, it might. It might. It might not make it back. It might fit. It might fall case. off the back of you my truck. You just brought some stuff back from. Yeah, Sri Lanka. I brought yeah. back a series of blue sapphire. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And I tell people, uh, I've done it all. I got the diamonds, but just the things like the gemstones, mm -hmm. the crystals, real flowers. Uh, life is wonderful. Life is wonderful. We're about to close out, but I would be remiss, John Sally, if I did not bring up that famous little, not little, I'm being facetious, that amazing story that you told on 
Remember Celebrity Ghost Stories, everybody? That was a fabulous series. I can't believe it's been off the air for probably a decade now. But I have to be honest with you. This is what really got me. When, when, I, when I found out that we would be meeting up here, I'm like, we've got, I've got to talk to him about this. You gave an absolutely hair-raising uh, story that you shared about your best friend who saved your life, you feel. I don't know that you want to recount oh, the yeah. whole thing. His name was Lloyd Harrison. Yeah. I was in um, a nightclub. City made me say nightclub. I was in a strip bar, strip club in Atlanta called Magic oh, City. Oh, you didn't say that. The, they air. made me not really? say Really? Yeah. Oh, you heard it here first, yeah. folks. So, okay. I was at Magic City. If you're in Atlanta, you had to go to Magic uh, cameraman, all the cameramen are like, yeah, 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 I'm going in a few minutes now. So I'm in Magic City and I'm with my boy Mike and some ruffling is going on and this Boston kid named Bobby Brown is Bobby. at the front. And Bobby back then was the bad boy of hip hop, of, of, of R&B. And so, so Bobby's up front and he had the VIP and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden some ruckus is going on. And then they come in shooting. And, they, and my boy Mike goes to grab me to get me out first. And of course, like, you know, I used to always say this, you know, white women always fall in horror movies. I fell. <laughs> <laughs> I literally turned around and was falling. And the security guard grabbed me and had me like this and was helping me out and blocking me at the same time. I was trying to stay low. And when we get out the door, push the door open, mm -hmm. I go turn around and look at it, and it's my best friend Lloyd, who got murdered in 1984. And I'm looking at him like, Lloyd? And he was like, get out of here, Sal, and close the door. And then when Mike comes busting out, and I said, did, did you, see, you see Lloyd? He goes, I didn't see nobody. Like, he didn't see he didn't. the security guard grab me and get me out before him. That's how he was like, how'd you get in front of me? Mm -hmm. And he goes, how were you outside? This I said, the, the security guard, Lloyd, you did not see that? And he was like, Sal, you're tripping. And we run down and I'm parked in the front and I get in the car. I said, dog, that was my boy Lloyd carried me out of that joint. Oh my gosh. And, and Mike was looking at me and he was like, whatever, man, drive. And I never forgot it. I was like, that was the weirdest situation. Now, Lloyd got murdered um, the night of Motown 25. It, mm. was, it was one of the happiest nights of my life and worst nights yeah. without me knowing. And because uh, I was watching Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye has just come back. My boy is Smokey Robinson. I love Smokey. That's Smokey too. And He's a good guy, actually. Yeah, I'm yeah. so like into that music and that Motown life, and I'm, mm. I'm playing, you know. I, I wound up playing in Detroit. That's how much I loved it. And my boy Lloyd got murdered the same night. So it was a, a crazy time. Yeah. And uh, I think about it, that's the only time I really had a, a direct eye contact with uh, a spirit that's been on the planet before. Right. That even looks the same as it did. So that was this, a crazy thing. And this image came through as three-dimensional. Yeah. Right? It came in as human. Isn't that something? Yeah. It's not the first time we've heard this sort of thing, but you never cease to be amazed when you hear something like this. So, yeah. And I remember on, I just was able to see the clip uh, or the segment that you did uh, just recently. And in the beginning, you say something like, um, I've always believed in ghosts. I've always believed in the spirit world. I believe in these things as much as I believe in the sun shining right now. 
So this is something that you had sort of a proclivity to, I think, prior mm -hmm. to. And I do believe that those who tend to see these sorts of, or have these sorts of experiences, have a connection to it already. So yeah. he knew that he could present himself to you and literally save your life. So uh, Jesus, Jesus said, um, <laughs> it's the power of believing. Right? A man said, Lord, Lord, heal me. He said, do you believe I can heal you? He said, yes, then you are healed because mm -hmm. it's in what you believe. So I have, it, it, they make jokes about it. They make movies about it. They mm -hmm. make uh, television shows about it. You can feel it. Uh, you can walk in a place that has had crazy feelings in it or bad things happening. And people who aren't even known to be connected connect. Yes. Absolutely. So it's it's there. Yeah, you're a special guy, John Sally. Look who's talking. You've <laughs> mutual admiration society here. Yes. I do appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank and you. I hope this won't be the last time we get a chance. Hey, to that's on you. Chat. That's on you. I've been waiting. <laughs> John Sally, everyone, thanks so much for joining us, and we will talk to you real soon. Take care.